Welcome to 30-Minute Nutrition, a podcast containing fast facts for patients and practitioners. Each episode is 30 minutes or less and covers trending nutrition topics you truly care about, minus the misinformation. I'm Annika Weeks, but you can call me Ani. As a registered diet technician, copywriter, consultant, and mentor, my goal for this space is to help translate tricky science into practical tips with the help of some of the best dietitians and experts in the field. I hope to meet you where you are every other week for an exciting conversation. Tune in in the carpool lane, during chores, on a run, or simply when you want to learn more. Whether you're here to help clients, your community, yourself, or your kiddos, together we'll nourish your niche. As always, this podcast episode is intended for educational purposes only. For individualized nutrition recommendations, please contact your personal dietitian or healthcare professionals. Hello friends, welcome to season two of the podcast. I am so excited to be sitting back behind the mic again. And if you are wondering which episode this is, this is episode 24. It's a kickoff of season two and you're gonna be celebrating a milestone with me today. Um, And a hint to that is it's four things I've learned from four years of business. So let's just hop right in you guys. I am so excited to be back. I took two months off of doing the podcast. Um, Honestly, wasn't sure I was going to continue it, but we'll get more into that later. I was feeling a bit burned out, but as you can hopefully tell from my voice, I am so excited to be back and so excited to be recording again and sharing information with you in this format. I listen to podcasts all the time. I love podcasts, so I hope you share that love with me and I'm just honored to spend this time with you today. But let's start with our introductory segments, which if you've been around for a while, you know, I do a segment called Currently Craving, where I just literally talk about what I've been craving. (laughs) Why people listen to this, I don't know, but I get on and I just start talking about what I want to eat. And then we also talk about weird food news, which is sort of like headlines, just interesting things we see or interesting trends, and we just kind of talk about them and it gets us in the gear to talk about whatever our topic is for that episode. So um, if you've been around for a while, that's a review of our beginning segments. If you're new, welcome. And I hope you find those really fun. Um, They're especially fun when I have guests on the podcast who can kind of weigh in and tell us what they're craving and what they think about the weird headlines, which honestly, I do the weird food news because to me, it seems like somebody played Mad Libs (laughs) with the headline, like they just stuck random words in there. So it's kind of fun to see what people come up with and the weird trends people do um, and will buy into in the name of health and wellness. So just interesting things to think about. Food for thought, if you will. (laughs) But let's start with currently craving. I have really been craving raisins lately, which is such a weird craving, but I feel like there's a sweet spot between summer and fall. I was talking about this with some friends recently that like apples have a little bit of season before pumpkins do. And so it's really fun. I've been having like apple, cinnamon, raisin type crumbles and food and granola and just really enjoying that before I just dive into all things pumpkin spice because you guys probably know that's what I'm all about. So (laughs) definitely one of those basic girls in that way. I love my pumpkin spice. I bought it my Trader Joe's pumpkin spice recently and just just love it. I was pumped to see all their pumpkin stuff come into stock. So that's what I'm currently craving. I've also been finding I have like those little raisin packets you would like put in a kid's lunch and I went to the dollar store and bought a bunch for myself. They're like under 100 calories for a snack and they're just sweet enough that it makes me not want to eat other sweets. And so I've been loving that and been going to that about every other day (laughs) um, to just kind of 
you know, curb the cravings a bit. And so little, you know, life hack there. <laughs> but let's get on with weird food news. Um, we have two months. Uh, the two month break of the podcast gave us so many golden nuggets of weird food news. But the one that I wanted to talk about with you and that I have been waiting to discuss with you guys on the podcast and hear your feedback about is um, girl dinner. Let's talk. Yeah, it's like the main trend (laughs) other than all the Barbie stuff we've seen this summer. (laughs) Um, Girl dinner kind of hit the headlines and I just love this trend. I'll be honest. I think it makes meals a little more approachable and affordable for lots of demographics of people. For example, like college students who may not feel like they have a bunch of money to spend on food or to be healthy, which is kind of a myth. But anyway, I just feel like it's a kind of a cool concept. My only thing I'm worried about is that people are getting enough calories per day. So interesting trend to think about, to talk about. Um, If you aren't, I guess I should have said this at the beginning, but girl dinner is basically uh, this idea that you can kind of put together, quote unquote, like chick food and make a meal out of it. So it's kind of like a charcuterie board, snack board type thing, um, or just kind of interesting leftover pairings that you might have in your fridge on a day where you just don't really have a ton of extra energy to devote to a meal. So I kind of love the concept of girl dinner. (laughs) Maybe it's like carrots and hummus and um, grapes and cheese and like other things. And as long as you're getting enough calories, it's fine by me. So kind of a fun trend to talk about. Didn't really have a study for you guys today. Sometimes I like to pull a study out and we can look um, at the new and exciting things people and researchers and scientists are discovering. But today I just, you know, just wanted girl dinner to have its moment. So... (laughs) Let's just hop right in to the topic for today, which is just kicking off season two. I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a preview of what to expect. There are going to be some things staying the same and some things changing. So I thought it'd be a good idea to start off this season with a sort of what to expect type of episode. Um, So let's start off first with what isn't changing. If you're a loyal listener, you've been listening since season one, don't worry. The format of the episodes will stay the same. We'll still have our beginning segments, our main middle segments, which I'm not going to go over here, but you'll catch on pretty quick about what those are. Um, And of course, the most important thing, (laughs) the length of each episode will stay the same. Uh, If you're new around here, I picked 30 minutes because we live about 30 minutes away from our closest major city. And for us, it's that's what our drive is. You know, it's 30 minutes to get somewhere. It's kind of 30 minutes to do something. Even if I'm just going to a store that's 15 minutes away, you know, it's 15 minutes there, it's 15 minutes back. It just makes sense to do 30 minutes. Um, And it's also the shortest amount of time commitment that I feel like I could commit to you guys each week or every other week um, and still have kind of a high quality episode to give you. So that's why we do 30 minutes and that's why it's called 30 minute nutrition. I also just really strongly believe that you don't have to commit hours and hours on end to invest in your health, that it can be a habit or something as, you know, small or as small of a commitment as just listening for 30 minutes every week or every other week. And I'm sure if you're an avid podcast listener, you know that you feel that. Um, And the coolest thing about podcasts is you can combine the listening time with another activity. You can kind of habit stack it while you're doing your dishes or doing something else that um, maybe isn't as fun and you can make it more fun and learn about your health and just check multiple things off your list. Um, two birds with one stone, if you will. So the 30 minute episodes will be staying the same. Uh, We will have some with guests. Um, I don't like to cut off my conversation with guests. And so if I have a guest on and our recording time goes over, I will simply 
probably split that episode into two and probably add a little bit of commentary, a little bit of context so that uh, you can kind of know you you can still um, divide that time into two episodes and feel like you're getting the full knowledge still. So um, the episode length will be staying the same. I'm I'm busy. You guys are busy. I know that. So I wanted to make sure that I really keep the episodes as succinct as I can. Um, And I'm already, you can tell I'm already rambling. So I I also did that to keep my rambling under control. (laughs) So with that having been said, you're probably asking, what is changing this season? One of the biggest changes you're going to see this season is that I'm actually moving to an every other week schedule in terms of when I'm publishing episodes. So instead of seeing a new episode every week, you're going to be seeing a new episode every other week. Now, there are a couple of reasons for this. Not like I owe you guys a reason, but I just thought because you most of the listeners are just very loyal, you guys come back week after week. Um, I wanted to let you know why I'm shifting to this schedule and just kind of be vulnerable and relatable with you guys. I mentioned before, actually, I don't know if this was in a previous recording, but I'll just say it here too. I got pretty burned out last season and almost quit the podcast altogether. Um, And I wanted to make sure I just took a more intentional and balanced approach this season. One of the things I think that evidences this is that last season I had a a good, good, big intention. (laughs) I almost combined those two words. Um, A really good, big intention to invite guests on. And I just didn't make it happen because I was more kind of obsessed with showing up week after week than devoting that time, maybe taking a week off and reaching out to guests. So that's my vision for this season is to really you know, take the time when I'm not showing up and publishing an episode every week to reach out to guests to maybe do a little more research on a topic, that kind of thing. Um, I did, I do stand by the fact that I published high quality episodes last season. I still researched them. I did a lot of the work, but I feel like I could make it even better for you and make it even more value added to your life by taking a week off um, and spending that time reaching out to guests, like I said, doing the behind the scenes work. So when I'm not publishing episodes, Rest assured, I'm working really hard behind the scenes to line guests up and improve the podcast in other ways. Um, And I'm just excited. Like, there's a new intro and outro for this episode. I'm really giddy about some of the changes that are coming that will hopefully make this something you're even more excited to listen to every week. So that was one of the reasons I wanted to approach this and not get burned out (laughs) this season or season two of the podcast. And I wanted to make myself okay with taking breaks as well, which I feel like is just a good, I'm still learning it. It's a good lesson for everybody. (laughs) The other reason I'm taking some more time between episodes is actually a little more personal. Um, I was recently diagnosed with PCOS this summer, and I'm sure I'll do a whole episode on that (laughs) sometime. I've actually invited a women's health expert to come talk on the podcast, so I'm sure you'll hear from her in the following weeks. But this journey to diagnosis of PCOS, which if you haven't heard about this, it's a hormone disorder, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it's actually been about two years of hormonal craziness (laughs) and weird symptoms uh, for me to actually get a definitive diagnosis. And it took three different doctors to really help me and find out I had to go see three different doctors to do that. So that's just wild. (laughs) I'm sure I'm not the only one who's had that experience. But um, as you can imagine, this took a lot of time. Uh, My main doctor is 45 minutes away. So just that, just going to see that doctor took about half a work day. Um, And that was just one of the three doctors that I went to go see. So again, I'm sure I don't need to explain this. Some of you are aware of the chronic health conditions I also have to manage. Um, So this is just kind of a natural part of my life. But I thought I'd share with you guys because I know so many 
many of you are invested in my health and um, kind of my personal life outside of the podcast. I wanted to just take some time to share, be vulnerable with you. That that took a lot of my time and energy to manage, and it still does. I'm just receiving treatments now for it and medic- like trying medications and doing a lot of the things I'm sure you guys are familiar with to heal and kind of get in remission from um, the ways that PCOS interacts with my other chronic health conditions. So um, that's just kind of a side note to why <laughs> I've been taking some time for myself is that I just got burnt out in business for some personal reasons and other reasons. And so I'm sure there'll be more on that later. I'd love to share with you guys as I progress in this process. I'm still very newly diagnosed with PCOS, so I'm learning tons and tons. And like I said, I'm really excited to bring that expert on. Um, I've asked her to talk about hormone misinformation, and that is just so prevalent in our society and um, the media (laughs) at pretty much everywhere you turn. There's stuff about hormones that you don't know if it's true or not and she'll help be helping us decipher that and give us some tips so a couple reasons why I switch to that every other week uh, uh schedule I'm trying to find the right word for it <laughs> you guys know I write for a living so usually on paper I sound a little bit more articulate than I do in person but those are some of the reasons I have been taking some time for myself Um, Just some other updates. These are just some random ones before we hop into the really fun part of the episode where we're going to be talking about um, a big milestone that I hit. But some other notes I wanted you to be aware of. This is just some more housekeeping stuff. But something funny that happened the past couple months is I've actually had to put the newsletter on my website on pause. And this is because I've been writing the the newsletter and trying to send it to you guys. But for some reason, it hasn't been sending. So for months and months, I've been taking time trying to send discount codes, trying to send like information about podcast episodes and blog posts and other things I've been doing outside um, of this arena that you guys might not be aware of, like presentations um, and working with, you know, the local academies and things. And none of it's been going out. So we just have to laugh sometimes, right guys? But luckily you can still sign up for the newsletter, I will be saying it's not currently going out right now. Um, so there's not much you can get from it other than there are some free downloads. Uh, but it's a great way to be involved when it is going out. It has a ton of information that's literally for free. I won't spam you. It comes out every two weeks. I have to say, I don't know, as I mentioned before, I don't know if I have the bandwidth to be doing a newsletter right now, but that's my goal for the future. Um, Very soon in the future, I would really love to start that up again. So there's a couple ways to sign up for that. There's three ways. So I'll go over those really quick. Um, Like I said, it's not spammy. It's something that when it is happening, (laughs) whenever I figure out the technical side of things and it is happening, it is really value added to your life. And I'll just connect you with discounts and things and free downloads. And there's basically you don't have to pay money you don't have to do anything it's just for your benefit so the three ways you can do that are you can simply visit my website aniweeks.com and that's spelled a-n-n-i-w-e-e-k-s.com so if you go to the website a little thing called a light box will pop up and it's basically just a pop-up that invites you to sign up for the newsletter so that's one way The second way is you can go to that same page, aniweeks.com, the homepage, and scroll all the way to the bottom, and there will be a little form at the literal end of the page (laughs) that you can sign up for. So same kind of deal, just a different place. 
The third way is you can go to oniweeks.com slash contact and fill out a form. And this will basically, uh, it's a different kind of form. It gives you a little space for a message. So this is a great place if you want to tell me what you like about the podcast or what you're hoping to see for season two. If you kind of want to include a little more feedback, message, um, what you think could have improved from season one to season two, that kind of thing. This is a great place. Um, No matter which one you choose of those three options, you'll get a four-page free download of seasonal foods, which I've talked about before on the podcast. I'm a big seasonal food gal, and so I wanted to make it really easy for you to be able to find and shop for seasonal foods. It's organized by color. It's really simple tips. It's cute enough to put on your fridge. Um, I made this because I wanted something for myself as well, so I use it and actually have it up on our fridge at the moment. Um, It's great. Fall's an awesome time because there's so many seasonal foods we talk about, like pumpkin and squash, to be downloading this. So now's the perfect time because there will be literally no newsletter going out. You'll just get the free downloads and you'll get the benefit of when I I am a little more active and sending more things out to you, you'll be the first to know. So something kind of exciting to know about. I'm sorry that hasn't been reaching you. I've been working really hard on it, but just need to take a moment to figure out the technical side of things. So that'll be coming in the future. Also, before we kind of tie this episode up, I wanted to mention that there still will be NDTR episodes coming out. So you might not know what that means. It might sound like alphabet soup to you. (laughs) I actually forgot to mention this earlier when I was talking about what's not going to change. But um, if you're new around here, every fourth episode is geared specifically towards diet techs, which is uh, my profession, what I am, what I'm registered in. Uh, And I've just found that there aren't as many diet techs as there are dietitians out there. And there's some gaps in the education and the information that we're able to receive. And so I felt really passionately that every fourth episode of this podcast could be geared towards the profession and mentoring is a big part of what I do. I'm asked to do presentations to help people entering the field understand that this is a pathway that they can take. So I'm super passionate about it and I wanted to make sure I could not gatekeep the information and be able to share it with as many people as possible. And I thought the podcast was the best way to do that. So every fourth episode will begin with NDT our talk dash and then whatever the topic is and you can kind of look at the topic you're not obligated obviously this is voluntary (laughs) to be listening to a podcast so if you really feel like these episodes aren't for you you're welcome to skip them come back um, two weeks later and see what the new topic is that's kind of for more for everybody Um, but in general these podcast episodes that are geared towards NDTRs the NDTR talk ones are they're just about business life balance they're about topics that kind of would be good for entrepreneurs anybody who's really interested in kind of leveling up just the next level Um, I'm probably going to be doing one on like continuing education and how to find that soon and I know that's not um, singular to NDTRs there's other professions that need to have continuing education credits so um, I think I've done ones in the past on kind of how I got to become an NDTR so these are more you might be able to get to know me type episodes or uh, if there's a specific topic that you want to know about being an NDTR or you're just curious and kind of want to know these are great episodes so like I said take it or leave it you can come for those episodes you can skip those episodes Um, they'll likely just kind of be about business life hacks and uh, my experience and getting to know me a little bit bit more and how I got to where I am. So speaking of how I got to where I am, <laughs> I wanted to end this episode. We have just a couple minutes and I wanted to talk about four things I've learned from four years of business. And this is such a humbling moment because I really wasn't sure I would ever make it this far. <laughs> Most people who know my history with chronic illness, my dream was literally to get back to school and just to be able to have a job um, that still 
left me to manage my health. Um, I knew kind of a corporate job wouldn't be a great fit for me. And so it was a big leap of faith to hit publish on my first website and reach out to dietitians for my first jobs. And it's been a whirlwind of an experience. And I just wanted to share that with you guys on the podcast. So I celebrated on September 13th, a very special day for me. That was the day I hit publish on the first website and articles. Um, I've since rebranded, so it doesn't even look anything like it did when we began, but I call September 13th my business birthday. Um, And I just had an awesome time celebrating. I had a moment to myself actually, which was really beautiful. Um, As I get older, I realize I don't really need like these big parties and it's okay if you do, it's okay if you're that type of person. But for me, I'm an introvert and so I know you're probably surprised because I talk a lot. (laughs) I talk really fast. Um, I'm kind of bubbly when I meet people, but I really, really recharge with time alone. And especially during the season of life where I was talking about being diagnosed with PCOS, I've needed to rest a little bit more and had a lot more quiet moments of celebration and sorrow and all in between. And so this was one of those days that was really special that I got to just sit down. I actually bought myself some gluten-free cupcakes and um, I wrapped the icing separately and iced them. Um, It was kind of just a methodical uh, kind of rhythmic experience where I got, it was kind of meditative, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It was a very cool, like just way to celebrate. I just took literally 20 minutes after lunch one day on my own and was able to do that. And so I'm excited I get to celebrate with you here. And I also had a moment to myself and it's just been a beautiful month to reflect back on everything that's happened. So this marks four years of Ani Weeks Nutrition. And I know businesses sometimes fail within the first five years. And so I'm just really proud of myself. Um, I'm proud of my support system uh, for all the people who've shown up for me, all the incredible mentors I've had. Um, I get to see a a few of them over the next couple months uh, when I'm doing presentations. And that is just one of my favorite things. Um, And I always like to be really transparent. I am a solopreneur, (laughs) I think is the word. Um, This whole business entity is, it's just me. I don't hire out any of my services currently. Um, Not saying that's a bad thing. I actually, it's something I hope to build my business business too in the next four years. But right now it's just me and it's a one woman show and that makes all the successes mine, all the failures mine. Um, But I do want to make sure I just am very clear I have an awesome support system. So it's not just me. But I did learn some really awesome lessons along the way that I wanted to share. Like I said, I know the whole idea of not gatekeeping has kind of been like a trend lately. And so I didn't want to gatekeep the things that I've learned. Ironically, I did a post um, that was, I think it was like five things I learned from my first year of business. And that was on Pinterest for some reason. That's my favorite, most shared like post out of all of them. So I thought it'd be really fun to revisit today and just share four lessons from four years that I've learned. So number one is that there are truly few things that need to be marked urgent. And this I learned definitely the hard way. Uh, my business runs a lot around deadlines because I'm primarily a writer. That's what brings in most of my income. I'm a copywriter. And so I have very clear assignments, very clear deadlines. And while those are important, there's a lot of peripheral tasks when running your own business or side hustle that really can be pushed off until tomorrow. Um, and I learned that a lot, especially with my health, my personal life in the past four years. There's really few things that are urgent and need to be taken care of right away. And there's a lot of things that can be pushed till tomorrow while still keeping your deadlines and valuing um, your clients and all that. So that's something I definitely learned. 
Um, number two is that sometimes the opportunities that seem like a good fit in the moment aren't ultimately in your best interest. And I think this is a lesson everyone learns the hard way. Um, I actually applied for a job uh, about two years ago with a company that I was so excited about. I basically would have been doing exactly what I'm doing now, um, just for a lot more money and kind of better connections and things. And I ended up being the last of two candidates and I was really excited. I definitely thought I'd get it. And then I got the call or the email telling me that they had actually picked the other person and I was a little bit heartbroken. I really was sure that I had like wowed them and uh, made them excited to hire me and it just didn't turn out in my favor. And then about... So I was sad about that, obviously. And then about a year and a half later, I actually found out that company laid off a huge portion of their employees and I for sure would have been out the door. (laughs) And so um, they had been, you know, they had to lay off. And I think a lot of, this isn't unique to them. A lot of companies did this, but they had to lay off people that had been employed there for five years or more. And so I knew for sure I would have been gone. It would have been really hard to adjust, I think, from making that level of income to, um, you know, balancing our money another way. And so I was just really grateful that that didn't end up being a good fit for me, even though I definitely thought it was going to be. So kind of a cool experience. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I think it's helpful to keep in mind at the moment when those things are happening that even if you thought it was a good fit, maybe there's something in the long run that'll be better. Not getting that job allowed me to start a podcast and uh, make my time uh, more valuable in other ways. And um, I'm actually feeling the most successful I ever have in my business. And I'm not sure if I had been totally giving my expertise and things to other people, if I would have felt the same way today. So kind of a cool experience. Um, Number three is that there will be people who don't know the value of what you do and that's okay. Literally just the other day, I had a dietitian tell me that she didn't know what an NDTR was. Um, And if you don't know what NDTR stands for, I've kind of talked about it a little bit today, but it's a diet tech and the whole position was created to support dietitians. Um, And she basically told me she didn't know what an NDTR was and she didn't understand the position, (laughs) even though it was literally created with dietitians in mind. And unfortunately, this is all too common of a story. And it used to make me really angry because I, my whole job is (laughs) devoted to supporting dietitians or other health experts. And so I, I used to get really frustrated about this. Um, But I have started to kind of try to switch the narrative and the perspective and take the opportunity to educate somebody instead of take offense at that Um, and, you know, get mad that I've spent X amount of years in school and X amount of years in business and instead just say, oh, interesting. So and talk about something I'm passionate about, you know, get into the details of it and say, okay, here's what I do and here's my card. And if you ever want to contact me, I'd love to talk about it. And the energy around it is just so different than if I chose to take offense. So again, this took me four years to get to that point. Um, it's still really frustrating it kind of in my heart when people do that when I have devoted my life's work obviously to what I feel like is a calling for me um, and people don't know what that is but as long as I'm okay with that other people don't know <laughs> they don't always know what you're going through or what you're doing or how your life is structured and as long as you're okay with yourself uh, I think that's a bigger underlying lesson that we can take away from that but again like I said I still get frustrated it's still something I'm working on I want to make that very clear as I talk about all this <laughs> that I'm not perfect I'm still learning Uh, But that's something this year that's really, I've run into a lot of dietitians that don't know who diet techs are. And it's, while it's frustrating, it's an opportunity for education and to talk about something I'm passionate about, which I always love to do. All right. Number four, and I think this is, again, a huge one, is you're allowed to evolve. 
And I learned this one the hard way as well. Everything from my business model to my services to my approach has changed a bit for the best interest of myself and my clients. Um, And kind of the bonus lesson under maybe 4A um, is that it's awesome to work smarter and not harder. Um, And that's basically what I've been trying to do for the past four years. I used to write pages and pages of instruction and documents and um, kind of go overboard on posts. And I'm learning that sometimes less is more. (laughs) It's better to work smarter and not harder. Um, And in that process, I've been able to have more time in my personal life to devote to other things that I care about. So those are the four things I've really, really learned. Um, and I hope, again, that I didn't sound prideful, didn't sound, <laughs> I've really been humbled through this whole process. And I want to make sure to communicate again that I am not perfect. I am still learning so much. Part of the reason I started this podcast was to share with you the things I'm learning and to also learn from you guys. Um, like I said, I have a contact page and a podcast page with a forum where you can go and submit feedback. The podcast page is onaweeks.com slash podcast. So, I'm really excited for season two. Next uh, episode, which will come out in two weeks, I believe that's the 10th. So I'll be looking out for that October 10th will be an NDTR talk episode with a guest. So I'm super excited for that. I am just so pumped to share that with you guys and for you to be part of season two. Thanks for listening to my rambling today. I promise the episodes will get more interesting as the season goes on, but I just wanted to really take the time to um, set the expectation for season two, uh, to share with you all the things I'm excited about and to celebrate a really special moment. So I will see you guys next week. Please check the show notes if you want related links and just thanks for celebrating a very special moment with me. I'll see you guys next in the next two weeks. I almost said next week, but in the next two weeks, I'll see you guys until then nourish your niche. Bye. What did you love about today's episode? What were you able to learn about yourself and your next steps? I'd love to hear from you in the reviews. The more you review, like, and share this podcast, the easier it is for people just like you to find it and to begin a more fulfilling nutrition journey. For answers to my most frequently asked questions, free resources, and more, visit oniweeks.com today. Until next time, nourish your niche.